This is Beiji at 150 Student Podcast. My name is Soshi. And my name is John. And we will be talking about the depictions of the land of giants and dwarves in Japanese world maps. So, in our class, we went to see the Tokugawa map collection in the、uh, rare book and special collections in Irving Barber Learning Center. The reason why we chose the topic that we did was because we noticed that amongst the Japanese world maps, the inclusion of the land of dwarves and giants was consistent in virtually all of them. And we became curious about why they were all similar, yet still distinctly different in their depictions of them. The Bangkoku Sokaizu was written in 1708 by Ishikawa Ryusen. The Bangkoku Nozue was written in 1800 by an unknown author. Another map we looked at was the、uh, Bangkok Sozu, which was made in 1645 by an un- unknown author. It has two parts a map of the world and an illustration and descript- description of the people who inhabit it. The people of Japan illustrated in the top right hand corner and the people of the land of giants and dwarfs in the bottom left. Even though the eras of which these maps were produced ranges, of, ranges that of two centuries, they still consistently depicted the land of giants and dwarfs. Do you think that there was any thought behind why the different peoples were placed where they were for a reason? If so, for what reason do you think that the illustrations were arranged in this way?、Uh, I think that it was arranged the way that it, that it was for a reason. The illustrations for the Bangkok Sozu has different peoples put into rows consisting of approximately five different cultures. If you look at rows closely, you might notice a pattern of ethnicities. That are close to one another, geographically being placed close to each other in the illustration. A clear example would be the top row. On the top right hand corner, there is Japan, and the two nationalities placed beside it are that of Korea and China, of which, alongside Japan, are what consist of East Asia. When looking at the rest of the first row, we see countries such as Mongolia, a Central Asian country, but still geographically close to Japan, relatively speaking. As we descend the rows, we will notice that the countries are getting farther away from Japan geographically, going from East, Eastern Asia to South Asia,、uh, present day India. And then to Europe.、Um, if that's the case, 
Why is the Giants place beside the Dwarves and the Europeans by the Native Americans? Um, although the rest of the map was based geographically, perhaps the Native Americans and the mythological creatures were placed on the bottom edges of the map because they were farthest away from the Japanese notion of what they consider to be the norm. What do you mean by the norm? Well, if we were to look at the Native Americans, specif specifically that of the Brazilians, depicted in the very most uh, bottom right, it is written that they were a cannibalistic people that when women gave birth, the men would feel the, the pain, a concept that even today's standard is a concept that is far away from our society and could be difficult to imagine. The land of the dwarfs and the giants, on the other hand, were different in their attributes. The giants were described as being Ichijo and Nishak, or three meters and 60 centimeters in height had no written language, and kept their belongings with rope. The dwarfs were described as being Ichishaku, or 36 centimeter, were preyed upon by birds, and they were genderless. Again, something difficult to imagine. Okay, cool. Um, transitioning off of that, I'll be talking about where these islands are depicted geographically in these maps. The Land of Dwarves is located in what is presently considered as being Scandinavia amongst these maps, whereas the Land of Giants is located nearby the southern tip of Latin America. Despite the similarities in regards to where these maps are being depicted geographically, there are quite substantial differences in specific details between all of these maps. <laughs> so the Chikyu-Bankoku Sankai-Yochi Zenzu-Setsu refers to the land of giants as Hatakorasu Chojin-Koku, or in English, Patagonia Country of Giants. It is depicted as being a part of the Latin American mainland, right between Chile and Argentina. On the other hand, the Bangkok Sozu disconnects the land of the giants from, the Patag from Patagonia and the entire American continent as a whole, yet still referring to them as the country of giants or Chojinkoku, but portraying the country as being part of Antarctica. The Bangkok Sokaizu takes a different approach than the previous two. Representing the land of giants as an island rather than a country connected to a mainland. Ishikawa Ryusen placed the island between where the aforementioned two maps had on theirs. Right between the southern tip of South America, generally where Patagonia is described as being, and Antarctica. The last map, Bangkok no Zue, changes the name of the land of the giants as well. It is changed to Hatai Kao Se Takajima, or in English, Patagonia, the island of tall people. Although Bangkok Sozu was written almost 200 years prior to that of Bangkok Nozue, no 
it was relatively accurate, geographically speaking, in regards to where Patagonia is agreed to be by modern-day cartographers. However, despite the geographic accuracy of Bangkokunodze's predecessor, it still proceeds to turn Patagonia into an island and shift its location northwest. It may also be noted that Bangkok no Zue includes Patagonia into the name of the land of giants. The last character used uh, on, as in on dono on, meaning warm, is different from the one used by Chikyu Bangkok Sansai Zenzusetsu, is shitsu, as in shitsudo, meaning humidity. The Bangkok no Zue illustrated as being west of Central Latin America or Colombia. What was your initial thought about these islands? Did you think they just made those islands up? The reason why originally I thought the Japanese dwarves and giants were placed where they were was possibly because of the cartographers transposing Japanese mythology on the world maps placing them in the general location of where the giants and the dwarves were stated to be. However, we came to find that this was incorrect. During the time when these maps were created, Japan was closed from outside world due to the Sakoku policy. The only foreigners that were allowed in Japan were the Dutch and the Chinese, meaning that Japan was only able to get knowledge regarding the outside world through these two groups. This is why we decided to look into Matteo Ricci's map, which influenced the perspective of Chinese towards the world, which in turn later also influenced the Japanese perspective of the world. A quick background. Matteo Ricci was an Italian Jesuit missionary who went to Beijing, China, and helped create a world map which, with the inclusion of Western knowledge, proved to change the mean Chinese understanding of the world of which eventually was brought to Japan. Surprisingly, it turns out that the island of dwarves and giants also existed in Matteo Rishi's map. According to Suzuki Hiromitsu, in the article Kobito Jima Ko Zokucho, a Portuguese explorer, Ferdinand Magellan, who led a fleet of Spanish ships to Latin America, discovered a large footprint of a native inhabitant of the region and assumed that it was produced by a giant, but in actuality, it was made by large sandals. This misconception of the natives of Patagonia clearly influenced Matteo Ricci's map, at the location of which the giant footprint was discovered was also where Matteo chose to locate the country of giants. Matteo Ricci's map, paired with Sanzai Tuhui, had a profound impact on the Japanese understanding of the world. Sanzai Tuhui literally translates to a collection of illustrations, while Sanzai refers to the three realms of heaven, earth and, the, and man had a profound impact on Japanese cartographers' understanding of the world. Sansai Tuhui was an encyclopedia of the world, also produced during the Ming, 
with 106 chapters and 14 different subjects, including uh, stuff like astronomy, biology, and geography. It contains explanations of different articles, including mythological ones. This, this encyclopedia formed the basis of knowledge written in Wakan Sansezue, produced approximately 100 years later in Japan. The Wakan Sansezue also includes mythological creatures, ranging from mermaids, cyclops, and dwarfs, and giants. In reference to the country of the dwarves, there is a small description stating that the dwarves are 36 centimeters, and in fear of being devoured by cranes, the dwarves travel in groups. It also states how the dwarves give birth by the age of five and become elderly by the age of eight. This was a highly held belief by Europeans of the time. According to the article, Kobitojima ko Zokucho, the article states the belief that dwarves were hunted by cranes, which originated in ancient Greece. And this legend likely influenced Matteo Rishi, which in turn influenced the Sansai Tuhui and the Japanese understanding of the world. In addition, Japanese folklore in reference to the land of dwarves existed long before Matteo Rishi. However, the land of dwarves in Japanese mythos and the aforementioned description of dwarves were starkly different. As previously mentioned, the concept, uh, conception of dwarves introduced by Matteo Ricci's map and the description that was adopted by both Bangkoku Sozu and Chikyu Bangkoku uh, Sanzai Yochi Zenzusetsu stated that dwarves' lifespan was extre extremely short, becoming elderly by the age of eight in contrast, in Japanese stories such as Onzoshi Shimawatari, written during the Muromachi period, during the 14th century, the dwarves encountered by the protagonist Yoshitsune could live up to the age of 800. In addition, the understanding of where the land of the dwarves was located differed greatly between the two. In medieval Japan, it was believed that the land of the dwarves was nearby Ezo, today's Hokkaido. However, as mentioned earlier, the maps depict the land of dwarves nearby Scandinavia. In conclusion, our original hypothesis that the location of where the land of dwarves and giants were placed on the map due to the influence of Japanese mythology proved to be incorrect as seen with the story written during the Muromachi period. The location and description of the giants and dwarves in Japanese world maps was influenced by the ideas imported into Japan, as in Matteo Rishi's map and Sansai Tuhui, and was thus unaffected by the medieval folklore of Japan as we previously had thought. Thank you for listening. That concludes our podcast. Meiji at 150 podcast is hosted by Tristan Gruno at the University of British Columbia in Vancouver, Canada. This podcast would not be possible without the cooperation of the UBC Center for Japanese Research, 
and the technical assistance of the UBC Faculty of Arts ISIT. Find out more about the Meiji at 150 project, including the Meiji at 150 lecture series, digital teaching resource, and workshop series by visiting our website, meijiat150.arts.ubc.ca. Thank you for listening.